playing the Radical Latino Show. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands in the air for New York's very own. Latino is taking you to another level. people welcome back to another episode of the radical latino show it's your host the radical latino aka mr number 25 on all latin podcasts aka mr unsuable for the seventh week running what is going on with y'all i hope everybody is having a great great week I hope everybody's staying safe. Nobody's contracting no diseases or whatever the case is. You know what I'm saying? Hope everybody's doing uh, doing well and living safe and all that. I know there's a lot of places that are opening up still. Other places that are still shut down in New York. A couple of zip codes. I think it was it nine zip codes got shut down. Uh, in Queens and Brooklyn. I would have thought the Bronx would have got shut down, but no. It was Queens and Brooklyn, so I want to give a shout out to all of y'all. Also, a huge shout out to all the new listeners listening to the podcast. Shout out to y'all. You know, I want y'all, you know, to be, you know, to be known or whatever the case is. So shout out to y'all. How are y'all liking it? Let me know. You know what I'm saying? Let me know on my Instagram or Twitter, you know, Radical underscore latino underscore you know now i want to give a huge happy indigenous day because i'm recording this on monday happy indigenous day um uh, (laughs) you know it's uh i'm I'm glad that we actually are taking um steps into liberating our conditioning from white supremacy by you know calling certain things or what they are not even certain things but things in general for what they are you know what i mean um we should have never called it columbus day that's just a reminder for white supremacists um you know to be emboldened and also a reminder for us on what happened to to our people you know what i mean it's a constant reminder of negativity is a constant reminder of enslavement a constant reminder of what our ancestors endured and that's not something to be celebrated and i'm glad that we're taking that back by calling it indigenous day so i'm super 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 happy on that fact also I was part of two live streams today. Uh, well, I'm sorry, this week, two live streams. Um, Truth Teachers live stream, um, which was actually really, really cool and beneficial. So you guys could go check that out on Truth Teachers, uh, you know, channel. Go check that out. We, uh, it was me, Extina, um, and I think both of Truth Teachers' cousins, I believe. I'm, I might be wrong. I'm sorry if I did get that wrong, but. Um, we had a great conversation about, you know, first generation, um, people, immigrant people of first generation descent here in America and how identity is shaped and stuff. So we had a great, great, great conversation. Go definitely go check that out. 
I really recommend it. Um, I'm de I'll definitely put it on my community page. And also, there was another stream. It didn't go as long as I thought it was gonna go, but um, uh, Extina had a uh, talking about Extina talking about you know being part of a stream. Extina was part of um, her stream also, which went five hours. So half a marathon, I guess. <laughs> um, it went five hours, and um, it was a, uh, it was very, it was very um, educational and eye-opening. Um, you know, a lot of things were, you know, talked about. A lot of things were were said. So um, you know, shout out to Extina. You know, and all her, uh, all her, uh, you know, ten-hour glory. You know what I mean? Um, I want to give a update to the Colombian girl uh, update thing. Um, I'm just going to give an update on what I uh, did the video, why I did the video. Um, it, I, I, I told, I told on Extina's, um, on Extina's channel, I said why I made that type of video. I'm going to say it here. Um, the reason why I made that type of video is because, and the reason why I took the stance that I took was because, um, these people, you know, these, um, you know, collaborators, these detractors, um, Latin coons, they're against black and Latin unity. They're totally against that. So in order to, you know, throw shit in my face, they'll find articles of black folks you know committing crime or um or victimizing latin people it doesn't really matter what it is they'll just find articles and they'll run with it right like i cannot find articles you know that show latin people victimizing black people right it, it goes both ways you know it happens right so they like to do that and shove it in my face right the thing is that I found literally one thing in one of the articles that they spoke about, about the Colombian woman that she migrated from Spain with her parents. So I took that and flipped it into, she's a Spaniard, not, not, she isn't part of our issue, not part of our problem. So I could care less. That's white people's issue. And everybody went fucking insane. Everybody went insane and I did that shit on purpose because not only did I change the conversation about black and Latin, you know, not only did I change it, but I went to one, I changed the conversation to what means to be Latin, you know, and you saw people's agendas come out like Rancho, Hanciel, Taco and all these other little people, you see their agendas come out. What do you mean? She's not Latina because she's Spaniard. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. She's Spaniard. Yeah, she's not Latina. And they try to make it into like, oh, because she's light skinned. No, it's because she's Spaniard. That doesn't make her Latina. You know what I'm saying? Their agenda starts to come out. You know, if, uh, if they aren't romanticizing Spain, then this wouldn't be an issue. You know what I mean? But of course it's an issue because they feel like they're being attacked, you know? So I changed it on purpose. And on that, um, on that stream, I let them know exactly what, why I did what I did and how I did it and how easy it was 
to change the narrative. And that's the thing. Whenever you are talking to trolls or dealing with trolls or people with fucked up agendas, learn what their agenda is and use it against them. You know, it's very easy. It didn't take... It, I literally changed the whole conversation with one fucking tweet. Everybody got fucking pissed. You know, because if we really want to keep it real, if we really want to keep it real, um, the black guy, right? He's black, right? Don't we got a little black in us? So that makes sense. So that means with that logic, he's Latin also, right? You see how that doesn't make any type of sense? You know what I mean? You see how that doesn't make any type of sense? But anyway, moving on to something else. I got a retraction that I have to uh, put out because I actually put this on the video of Antonio's police record, right? So I put out a video recently of uh, Antonio's uh, nephew speaking out on his, um, on his, uh, you know, like uncle's racism, right? And because Antonio decided to dox his nephew, so I decided to call his nephew up and say, hey, you want to have an interview? And that interview was revealing in so many ways. That interview basically, um, you know, said everything that happened to Antonio, oh, I'm sorry, Andy, you know, as a younger kid, that basically, that said everything. It basically said everything, you know, because it showed it showed that Andy comes from a broken place, a broken family. So he needs a sense of belonging. He needs a sense of reassurance. And I think that's the common uh, trope for these uh, racist people or these suspected racist people. I think that's the common commonality of it because these people come from broken areas, um, either in their home or you know, psychologically or whatever the case is, it was very eye-opening. But the retraction that I've got to do, and the reason why I'm doing retraction is because I like to keep it fair and keep it honest. Um, I made a video talking about exposing Antonio Batista's jail record, and I got this jail, I got this information from somebody that was close to him. Um, and he was the one, he was my, my, uh, my spy. <laughs> he was the one feeding me information. When he sent me this, I double checked it and I saw Antonio Batista's name all over the place, right? Antonio Batista. In this interview, it was revealed that his name is not Antonio. His name is Andy Batista. Andy. So because of that, I saw the wrong paperwork. I was seeing the paperwork of somebody else that had nothing to do with Andy. You know what I'm saying? So I have to make a retraction. Good thing in that video, I said, this is his jail record allegedly. Allegedly, this is what it is. So good thing I said that. So that did cover my ass a little bit, but still I have to make a retraction. So this is what I, you know, what I'm saying now, you know, this is the retraction now, you know, I want to keep it fair and I want to keep it, you know, fair for everybody. All right. So I got the wrong information. I should have waited or whatever the case is, but all the information I was getting from his number to his address, everything linked up to the same name and Anto um, Antonio Batista. 
everything linked up to that but now knowing that his real name is andy batista now it makes a lot more sense um and i want to just give uh a, give a retraction and a, an apology because the last thing i need is to dismiss or mislead anybody that listens to me you know what i'm saying so i want to just say that off the cuff uh, another thing is um, a college reached out to me. I already did uh, a speak, uh, a, like a small lecture on the college. Um, I'm trying to see if I could get the video format for it so I could upload it and you guys can see it. If not, then that's their rights not to give it. It's all good. But certain colleges are reaching out to me. I read, this is my second speaking lecture that I did about Latin identity here in the United States. So shout out to those colleges also i'm planning on doing the live stream maybe on on i latin identity or what we should identify and if we should identify with something what it should be called um i have that already um i'm thinking about it i'm not too sure i might do it but just uh i want to just give you guys a you know uh just let you guys know it might it might happen also i uploaded a photo of myself on instagram for those who aren't following me on instagram is radical underscore latino underscore that's the same username for twitter so i is both ways right so i uploaded a photo of myself wearing a hulk mask on instagram and everybody have fucking jokes you motherfuckers Everybody have fucking jokes for days. Oh, why is your head too small for your body? Um, somebody said I look like the Michelin man. Um, somebody else kept on saying I was fat. I'm not fucking fat. What the fuck? Everybody, somebody else said that I, I was photoshopping the photo. I'm like, no, this is a legit photo. I didn't photoshop shit. Somebody didn't, some, some of these people didn't believe it was me. Um, I got some some encouraging comments, but a lot of like there was there was one that said, um, if your body looks like that, no wonder you're hiding your face. Like what the fuck, guys? What? And I kept on getting a lot of uh, actually DMs of just jokes, 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 jokes. Why is your head small for your body? Like, dude, are you are you guys serious? I'm like, god damn, you guys are assholes. I felt like deleting this shit, but it was too funny. So I'm like, you know what? Nah, I'm just leaving it out there. You guys are assholes. All right. So I didn't know me being a little ass, uh, trolling people here and there, here and there. And I was going to get the same thing in return. I didn't know that was the case, but that was actually really funny to be honest with you. Um, and I think somebody said it was going to Photoshop it or whatever the case is to make me like 600 pounds of like McDonald's burgers and shit. Around it. If you do, just send it to me. I post it. <laughs> you know, I'll definitely post it up. Anyway, let me go to the comments for last week's episode. Remember, guys, if you want your comments read, if you want your comments read um, on this episode, go down below on YouTube. Go to the comment section and write your comments down. All right. If you want your comments read, so Godzilla says the problem is that white supremacy is not well defined black americans some believe white a white and white supremacy which could hold themselves back holding themselves of getting knowledge and working together um and i believe that he's obviously he, he wrote a long comment but i'm just gonna read part of it 
I, yeah, he's right. You know, a lot of people don't know what the definition of white supremacy is. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know. Um, Rio Gotti says, good show, bro. Um, shout out to you, man. Thanks. Um, blah, 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 blah. Mr. Know-it-all says, how is a Puerto Rican girl anti-black if she is Afro-Caribbean black woman? Her point was if, if you say... Uh, you are a king or queen, then act like it and stop playing the victim card. The, they're referring to the whole um, Tariq Nasheed and uh, Janicia debate or whatever the case is. The thing is, she is anti-black because she was talking about uh, stop worrying about racism. Y'all too sensitive about racism, which shouldn't be the case and shouldn't be the conversation. You know, that's the wrong way of going about it. 100% wrong, the wrong way. Regardless of whoever calls himself queen, professor, alien, pharaoh, no matter what label you give yourself, you're still gonna be a victim of white supremacy. You know what I'm saying? The system is still here, you know? Until we dismantle that system, um, all those names that you give yourself is not gonna protect you. You know what I'm saying? So she is um, anti-black, I still stand by that. Um, decolonize Alexis 94 says, I'm so glad that I checked Native American on the US Census 2020, like for real. <laughs> for tribe, I put Mexica, Aztec, and Nahua. Wow, okay, cool. Shout out to you. Yeah, you know, uh, you know your history, uh, decolonized Alexis 94. You know your history. Shout out to you. Um, blah, blah, blah. Johnny Mills says, I'll give you another example. Look at the interracial movies and TV shows always involved with a white person. Yeah, that's true. Queen Califia says, I totally agree with you, brother. We are living in interesting times where the truth can no longer be hidden. The world is going to soon know that Jesus was black and that we are the real true people of the Bible simply because the descriptions fits. Nobody else came in slave ships to America like we did. 100% true. Shout out to Queen Califia. 100% true. Moise Picard said, Dominican Renaissance hates being black and African and what's to be pure white, wants to be pure white particularly. He is beyond so pathetic and denies anything black and African and does not want, um, want any Dominican to even be perceived as black or African. Yeah, um, the thing is Dominican Renaissance, he does have his uh, his reasonings for it. And I think is, is his reasoning is a little misguided. Um, but again, I chalk everything up to, um, to, uh, to, you know, his age. Um, he's misinformed, I believe. He spends too much time playing video games and on Reddit to actually understand the proper dynamics of what's really going on here, you know, um, but it is what it is. So those are the comments right there. Um, if you want your comments read, like I said, go to this episode on YouTube down below at the comments, write your comments and I'll read it for next week. All right. Now, let me just move on without further ado. Um, Paola, she is a beautiful, intelligent, um, 
Afro-Latina, or should I say sister? She's one of our Latin sisters. You know what I'm saying? Um, who I got introduced to one of Christina's chaotic marathon streams. <laughs> I loved her delivery, her message, and she came with a sense of enlightenment that is pretty much ignored, uh, misplaced, or, or just missed from a lot of people. And if you aren't in this, uh, you know, movement of enlightenment, you uh, would just completely miss it. You know what I mean? I like, I like how she approached certain questions and she was giving relevant information, even though um, the agents of chaos, which is Rancho in that opinion. And I'm not talking bad about him. I would just, I'm just keeping it real. He was at that point in time, he was an agent of chaos. Um, Rancho wasn't letting our sister speak, wasn't letting her get her shit off because she was really spitting some real facts. You know what I'm saying? Regardless, however you feel about it, regardless how emotional you get, um, you can't hide the truth. You know what I mean? You can't hide the truth. So, um, I reached out to Paola and she agreed to, to do this. She also has a YouTube and Instagram, the link links for those two down below in the description. Also for the podcast, go to the details section of the podcast and you'll definitely go and see it, check it out and stuff like that. All right. Without further ado, this is the interview with me and Paola. Enjoy. Yo, what up my people? Welcome back to another episode of the Radical Latino Show. So today, I first of all, I always bring you guys special guests and I always do. So today is, is, is not different. So to, right now I have Paola and she has a YouTube channel called Afro Latinx. And I want, you know, I want to bring her here, especially because we had a wonderful live stream a couple of, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago. And I wanted to, her to come and, and bring in her special and her professional perspective, you know. So, Paola, what's going on? How you been? I'm good, you know, chilling. Had a long week. Um, I'm just relaxing this weekend, and I'm very excited to be here, you know, having this discussion with you. So That's what's up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Listen, I really appreciate it as well. So... Um, for those who don't know, um, Paola was part of the live, the the mess of a live stream, <laughs> the marathon ten hour long live stream, and not only did it test people's uh um you know history knowledge, but it also tested our mental you know capacity because certain I think certain people got into the live stream already mentally a, l- a little mentally flawed, <laughs> you know so. Yeah. That's how I got introduced to Paola. And she was actually saying a lot of things that was something that I was actually like, she was basically hitting and I was like, yo, I'm really liking what she's saying. A lot of people in that stream, you guys could probably go back because I'm telling you right now, a lot of people are still going through it, commenting or whatever. If you guys see it, a lot of certain, a certain um, percentage of the people there were against what she was saying, not what what she was saying, but the words that she was using, and all that. It was kind of like triggering for some reason. Like, oh my god! Like, anyway. So, I brought her here, and I want her to basically, you know, 
basically, you know, just tell us everything about, you know, everything and we'll just go from there. So, Paola, um, in that interview, you say um, that you were Dominican, correct? Correct. All right. So how long have you been Dominican? No, let me stop. Um, <laughs> so, and also you had a couple of master's degrees or something like that, right? So, yeah, I, I have two degrees. I have a bachelor's to teach Spanish and I have a master's in educational psychology. Mm. But I just want to make a note that I feel like I don't want people to think that just because I have two degrees, like that makes me any better or any smarter than anybody, because I, I want to point out that I was educated by a, a system in America created yeah. by white supremacy, you know, mm -hmm. and I recognize all that. Um, but just because I was educated in this system doesn't make me smarter than anybody else. I, I at feel this like, moment, you are. No, let me no, no, go, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. I, feel like, I feel like I've also taken like initiative to like learn other things besides, you know, the things that school just teaches you and I don't want people to like feel like that makes me any better than them you know what I mean that's actually absolutely true yeah. um I'm glad you, I'm glad that you said that because usually a lot of people use that paper mm -hmm. as a way to trump somebody else like uh -huh, uh -huh, you know what I yeah. mean and it's like uh relax calm down not that serious no it's, you know? it's it's true it's true and in this economy like you can't be like oh you uh, that's the best thing in the world because there's so many people out here that are making money and they don't have no degrees so I just want people to know that I'm not better than them just because of that so. That's true. Not, that that's true. Thank, thank you. See, she's so humble. Look at that. Uh, um, so, so tell us, um, were you born here or in Dominican Republic? So I was born here in New York City, Harlem. Um, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with New no, York City. No, no, I, I yeah, I, I live here. Yeah, okay, wait, great. So wait, Harlem or Spanish Harlem? Harlem. I lived right by Riverside Park. I don't know if you know that park. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I like right in front of it, but right. by, by City College. That's yeah, where okay, I, I got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. That's mm -hmm. 130-something street, right? So, I mean, to me, growing up, that was a very Hispanic area. Like, it was very Hispanic. There was probably, like, a couple of, like, African-Americans, like, in my area. Um, and now it's it's more gentrified, so, Yeah. Gotcha. And what was it? Uh, so, so growing up, you basically something I've always said that growing up in New York City, there are some small pockets, but usually we're all, you know, together, black and Latin people, we're all growing up together in the same place. If it's not in the same places, in the same schools or in the same jobs, there's, we're all, we're all intermingled. And pretty much what you're just saying, you kind of attested to that. Yep. Yeah, definitely. In like, I went to a Catholic school uh, by my area and it was predominantly Hispanic, but also African-American children or black children from America. So yeah, it was definitely a lot of like, just, we were just all together, you know? That's, gotcha. Yeah. So what, what made you want, what made you want to take the type of career path that you uh, chose? I feel like I had a couple of really good teachers when I was young that really, I guess, inspired me to want to be a, a, a good teacher for other children. I knew from a very, very young 
time, like a very young age that I wanted to be an educator. Um, and I think it was because I had some good teachers growing up who were teachers of, of color. So that looked like me. And I think that that helped me choose the career that I decided to choose. Mm. What are what are your thoughts on the the whole um, funnel, um, f- funneling uh, black and Latin kids into special ed without you know any credibility? Because I've seen it growing up. I've seen it happen. I even um, spoken to certain people who that happened to, and it took them. They had to go through a lot of red tape just to get out of there because they felt like they were being miseducated. You know, um, what what are your thoughts on that? I think that it's very true. And I think that the reason why it's happening is because most of our teachers, like about 80% of our teachers in America are white. And you, I, I just, I just feel like there needs to be a lot of training for white teachers because they just don't understand our children. Right. I think they they have this perception that our children and not all of them. I'm not saying that all of them have that perception, but a lot of them do. And that's why you see a over like representation of I call them BIPOCs of black indigenous people of color in, you know, being recommended or in like like special needs programs. But yeah. I think it's because of that. Um, in my school in particular, and I'm I'm not gonna even name it because I don't want to be like a yeah don't name it don't name it, yeah, yeah, don't it name but um, in my school we're doing like a really I think a good job at looking at the data and in terms of like how many kids are we really recommending to this program right is this really valid is it the teacher or is it really the student right and not all schools are doing that but um, my school is is unique. I feel like we're taking a, you know, our teaching philosophy yeah. is very social justice based. So, I'm happy oh, that's good. That. That's good. Yeah, um, yeah. Because the certain certain people that I've interacted with, uh, they they told me stuff like, "Oh, I was sent there because I had an attitude problem." I'm like, "What? I was sent there because um, I I." I couldn't get the uh, curriculum and I'm like, what kind of curriculum was it? It was, um, it was, uh, I don't know, algebra. And that was weird to me. What? Because of that. So before that you were all good, but now, you know what I mean? And it was a whole slew of reasonings. Like I, I'm glad that you said that the majority of teachers are white. Um, I was going to ask you, um, what is your thought on these white uh, teachers and professors unable to pick up racism or I'm 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 not going to even say pick up because I feel like they do but they allow it. What are your thoughts on them allowing certain um instances of racism in their classroom? I think that they allow it. They do allow it, right? It does happen. Because if it didn't happen, yeah. you wouldn't see all these children. Yeah you know, that are disenfranchised in the education system here yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I think that it's very detrimental for our children, for their mental health, um, for them to even get out of this, like, system, the circular system that doesn't allow them to, like, be free in America. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. 
And I think part of it is just lack of awareness from white teachers or white administrators. They just don't know. Some of them, you know, some of them will will be okay with with calling out their racism or because to me, if you're sending a kid out because they have an attitude um, and recommending them for a special needs program because they have an attitude. Yeah, that's a, that's that's crazy. To me, that's like that shows yeah. the privilege that you have, first of all, as a teacher. As mm-hmm. a teacher as being white for you to make that big decision like, yeah life-changing decision yeah like life-changing decision instead Be- it, hold up instead of yeah. trying to figure out why that child is feeling that c- kind of way did you do something to make them feel that mm. way is, is something in your curriculum or your your whatever you're teaching um giving them an attitude because they don't understand how you're saying it. Like Mm. we're not perfect and we need to, Mm. you know, we need to humble ourselves as educators. So, yeah. Um, No, because the the thing is that I found that some of these people, even when they grow up, they grow up with this label, this mental label saying, Oh, I'm not good enough. You know, I'm slow or whatever the case is, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh man, even though you were f- purposely funneled in and miseducated, you know, you're still, you know, walking around with this type of label. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's it's insane, but it's uh it's funny because when in high school, I I'll even say environmental studies. I went to to the one environmental studies in uh what 59th Street or something, but mm-hmm. in Manhattan. So that was my first school I ever got out of the Bronx. I'm like, oh my God, there's more to the world. <laughs> so, so the first time I, I went to the to the other side, I all I saw were black and Latin kids. I only saw two white people, and they were really, they really needed some help. Like one of them was in a wheelchair, the other one, you know, was in a helmet and all that. But everybody else, I was like, why the hell are they here? You know what I'm saying? It was it was really eye-opening for me. Very eye-opening, where I was like, okay, something is going on. You know what I mean? But I couldn't pinpoint it. You were asking why why were the two white disabled kids there, or why were like it was no, why was why, it just Hispanic and black? Yeah, why Latin and black there? And the only um, people that I did see that needed help were the two disabled white kids. And it to me, years later, I was like, wait a minute. So when you're white and you can't find an excuse anymore, they're going to send you there, you know? But black and Latin, oh, you got a little bit of attitude. You just ignored one of my commands straight to, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was really eye-opening. Um, you, you got any thoughts on that? Um, well, I went to... I feel like I have like a similar experience. I went to Manhattan Center. Um, it's on the it was on the east side of of obviously Manhattan. Um, but same thing, like my whole school was all like Hispanic and black kids. I mean, I'm sorry, Latino and black kids. And we had like Middle Eastern kids there as well. And we had two white kids. Um so yeah. yeah, and I, I I grew up, and I'm like, I I just remember like learning like about like oh yeah we're desegregated. I'm like wait we're desegregated, but why is why all the 
why are the people of color? Why are yeah. the BIPOC people together? <laughs> why are they no white people here? Yeah, yeah. I, I think we we have there's certain things of segregation even to this day that even we do, like in church. Mm-hmm. You know, church is like very segregated. There's a white church, there's a black church, there's a Latino church. You know what I'm saying? Very, very extremely segregated. And I always, I always wonder. I was like, well, if God is the one that you guys like, I mind you, I, I, I'm, I'm not religious. I believe in, a, in, in a higher power. I'm, um, I'm spiritual. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm spiritual, but, um. Like, if y'all all believe in God and the same God, why don't you just stay in one church? You know what I'm saying? And I see that just those small instances of self-segregation kind of tells you a lot, you know? It tells you a lot where you're like, whoa. You know, any thoughts on that? Well, no, I definitely agree. I feel like there is a lot of self-segregation in in the city, in New York City. Um geographically speaking. Uh, however, I do feel like our generation, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking that you're in my generation. I'm a millennial. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm 32. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm 30. Oh, so, okay. oh, shout out to you. You didn't even look at y'all. That's crazy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but I feel like our generation is, is changing. And I would like to hope that most of us think um think about unity in terms of like you know I want to be around my African-American counterparts and my non-racist white counterparts (laughs) (laughs) you know and Asian people like I don't mind being around different people um I mean I don't get me wrong I definitely love going to a Latino party and dancing my ass off yeah yeah yeah, yeah. of course of Um, course but i enjoy i enjoy people you know what i mean if you're cool if you're not racist right then we're all good then i'm good yeah then we're all good what now what what are your thoughts on this whole um this whole narrative of the left is too much there the cancel culture the left oh my god the left what is your thoughts on on that do you think uh, I'll just say so. I'll just label it social justice, social justice warriory. I'm gonna just say that. Do you think it's a little bit too much? It goes a little too far, or you think it's the right amount? Well, I don't think cancel culture is good because I feel like cancel culture doesn't allow people to recognize what they've done wrong. No, no, and- cancel them. No, no, no. <laughs> no let me say no, 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 go ahead. <laughs> and I guess like do better and stuff like that however i feel like there's a limit to like how much i'm gonna take from your stupidity like if you're just gonna continue to be racist and like just mean and disrespectful towards people that are not like you then i don't care who you are what color you are like i just don't want to be around you like and that's after like a tons of cycles of just yeah i mean and that's excluding my family because my my family's my family even though there might be like you know, hints of a prejudice. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm always going to work with my family, but if you're not, I guess in my family, there's a level to like how much I'm going to allow it. But, um, I do think that we, we need to be social justice warriors because it's not just 
Like it's not just African-American blacks who are going through injustices, right? It's also Latinos and it's also Asian-Americans, right? It's also yeah. Im immigrants. Like it's yeah. not just, it's, this is not just their fight. Even certain white people, believe it or not. Certain, yes. Even certain white, even though we talk about white supremacy, because we're not talking about all white people, mm -hmm. but let's be real. Certain white folks go through the same shit. You know what I'm saying? It's really hard to like pinpoint, but it does happen. Well, I think that this is white people's problems too. And I don't like, I don't think they go through like, the, like this big discrimination unless like they're poor right, 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 they're, right. They're, there's a, a discrimination tied to, to yeah, being poor right. right or if you're like gay and white and poor yeah like, yeah yeah no no so you know i think their thing is like class you yes know? yes and it is their fight because at the end of the day right there's only a couple people at the top of this country yeah. and <laughs> most of them yeah. like literally I'm going to say all of them are white mm -hmm. and they don't care about anybody. They don't care about any, yeah. they don't care about the poor whites. They That's don't true. care about, they don't care. They don't care about this race stuff that like people are going through right now. This is exactly what they want us to be doing. Yeah. They want us to be fighting with one another. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what they want. They don't care about anybody down here. So mm. it is white people, poor white people and middle class white people. It is their yeah. problem, too. But sometimes it's hard for them. Sometimes it's hard for some of them to see see it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they still have that that overarching uh, uh, view of white supremacy. You know what I mean? Even though they're dirt poor with head, head lice, missing teeth. You know what I mean? They're like, yep. they're like, I'm still better than you. You know what I mean? They're like, all right, calm down, Chad. Relax, <laughs> relax. Um, yeah, I, I do, I do feel like uh, you know this whole cancel culture gets a little goes a little too far. Um, canceling people left and right, left and right. Like, yeah, cancel this over. You know what I mean? It's a little bit too much. Um, do do you think? Um, do you think uh, before canceling somebody, they should at least have the opportunity to educate the their uh, their ignorance or what? I think that that there needs to be first, like you need to recognize where you went wrong mm. and then it needs to be followed with education, but it has to come from the person. Like, mm. like if somebody calls you out on something and then like, you're like, okay, you know, that was messed up. And then you go and you educate yourself. Yeah. Like, okay. But if you're like, no, I don't care. You're just going to keep doing it. Then. Yeah. It's 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 funny that you say that because I was part of this like uh, I think was a college lecture talk or whatever some some college uh, I don't want to say the name because I got some haters that probably emailed them I can't believe you actually had him on so so some college uh, uh, reached out and I and I did a I did a forty minute you know just a lecture engagement or whatever and it was basically revolving around white white supremacy Latin identity you know. And just talking about that, right? So I just, you know, went off on my rant. And then after I was getting some questions, saying, I'm going to say there were like five white people in that Zoom. Mind you, this is like through Zoom because obviously we can't, you know, can't open. So uh, there was like four white people there and three of them were getting all mad. They were like, when you say white supremacy, I'm like, whoa, I'm not talking about you. You know, I'm not talking about you. Like, what, what about it were you 
what did you disagree about? You know, what, what about it? That word makes you like, I'm gonna just say triggered. Yeah. And, and she like, couldn't really, you know, um, co like correlate her feelings together, but she said just the word itself made her feel some type of way. I'm like, well, that's mm -hmm. uh, something with you then yep. it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. It told, it told me that just that word alone, um, there's something in, in that, that she hears that she's like, okay, this is attacking me personally, because I believe just that word alone, she recognizes some of the things that she is doing. Yep. You know, and because she doesn't want to recognize it, she goes out and lash, lashes out and going like, don't you? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's that white guilt. Yeah. That's yeah. that white guilt. It's yeah. like, you can't own up to your mistakes. I know sometimes it's hard to own up to your mistakes, but we're all human. Yeah. Yeah. Like, get over Facts. it. Facts. We're not all perfect. Facts. Facts. It's it, it was it was really it was really eye opening, really funny. I'm like, uh, so it it was it didn't even go into a cold question, just turned into like a little small mini little debate between mm -hmm. me and the the three white white people. So when you say white supremacy, are you saying I'm like, no, I'm not saying all white folks. I never said that. <laughs> I never clearly, said that. clearly, yeah, you're guilty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so since okay, so. One of your one of your degrees, uh, one of your degrees is uh, psychology. You said right, mm -hmm. educational psychology. Educational psychology. What what were what is your thoughts on that whole uh, stream that happened on the on the level of um, not? I'm not even going to say because it was very disrespectful, but on the level of twisting history in, to fit someone's narrative. What was your what was your basically assessment on that? Well, I just feel like I think and you even said it too, like it it was it was an romanticiz romanticizing European history and our colonizers. That's it. Like I just feel like he was putting our span our Spanish ancestry and history at the forefront of what was going to unite our community. And mm. my whole point is like, if you really wanna unite the Latino community or the Hispanic community, you cannot start with our colonizers at the forefront because there's so many people in our countries right now, in our home countries and here in America that are being discriminated against. Yeah. Okay. And you can look yeah. around the world. This is just not here yeah. in America. So I just, I just think that if you really want to unite us, you need to put our Afro and indigenous roots at the forefront of this battle, uh -huh. because that is what's really going to unite us. Mm -hmm. I feel like ultimately that is what has kept us strong, alive, hopeful is there is their yeah. willingness to to fight through whatever they went through right yeah yeah which makes it possible for us to be here now 100 percent true yeah so i i i just feel like what he's doing is literally what america has done to children here yeah it's like right? i feel like it's a disservice to our history yes you know i i feel like it's a 
It's a blatant disrespect and spit on the face of our ancestors who fought for independence and fought for um, us, like you said, like us to even be here, our parents to even exist and mm-hmm. get over here, you know, um, it, it's, I, because I, like I said, it was a romanticization, you know, he never said anything else about uh, indigenous people. He never said anything else about the African people. And mind you, these people did plenty of beautiful things during colonization to better the lives of people. And he he only used their stories so that it can fit his agenda. So like when he was talking mm. about the Indian, the Indian lady who was married. Yeah. yeah, I don't know her name, but I'm like, oh, so this is when you want to bring in their story. Well, yeah, he was, he was, uh, I believe he was just cherry picking some instances. Mm-hmm. Like, let, let me, let me just put this, make this straight. 100% of the Spaniards were not colonizers or were not bad. You mm-hmm. know, you actually have some few, and I say <laughs> few that were really good and that weren't with the BS. You know, mm-hmm. they weren't with the whole enslavement thing. Yes, they did marry. African indigenous people, mestizo people, yes, I understand that. But the way he makes it seem like the whole Spaniards were doing that and everybody else was great and it was a kumbaya and the only thing that we're doing um, is pointing out white supremacy and that's an Anglo-sized type of thing. And I'm like, well, it affects us too. And for some reason, I don't know why, but most Latin people have this narrative that white supremacy is only a black problem. What, why do you think that is? I think that I think that Latinos, and not all of them, obviously, um, especially the ones that like migrate over here, um, they have like a lot of trauma from their countries and from whatever like governance they came from. Because I think that in a lot of our Latin American countries, it was it was good to be of lighter skinned. So I think they have a perception that because, and again, not all Latinos, and let me put this out there because then you have Latinos coming out, ah, da, 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 da. not all Latinos think like this, but yeah, they come here and they migrate and then they feel like because they've been mixed with white, maybe more than like people here in America that because they're closer to white than then white supremacy, I guess, is not their problem. Like, it's only a problem for African-American Blacks mm, here. Mm. And that's what I think it is. And, I, like, I feel like, especially, like, I'm I'm Dominican, right? So, you know the history from, with, with Trujillo yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. So, yeah. like, I, I think that's what it is. Yeah, so. yeah. It, it's also... It's funny how you you pointed that out. Um, I I even had a certain group of people who don't um, who debate me on this whole black and Latin unity, right? They're like, "How do you want black and Latin unity if um, if you Dominicans treat Haitians like crap or back in your home country?" So I said, um, "In your theory, because the majority of Dominicans are black, in your theory, are you saying black people could be racist against other black people?" And no, ah, stop it. Okay, sorry. Uh, um, so when I said that, he was like, "Well, blacks can't be racist." I'm like, "Well, then there you go." So what are we talking about? 
And, you know, it was just me to troll just a little bit because it was a stupid ass question. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like me asking, it's like me asking, uh, you know, do you blame uh, the what's happening for the black people that's ha- just doing whatever they're doing in Chicago? Do you blame them? For, um, you know, do you blame all black people and all that? You know, it's like me asking that stupid question. You know, it's stupid. But now let me let me ask you: Do you do you believe that black people can be racist? I don't think that that is even possible because mm-hmm. race racism is something that is structural. Yeah, right. That's like saying like like white people are are oppressed here in america yeah they're they're not oppressed here in america right you don't go through the same discriminations as a latino or a black person or a a asian person you're not you you know the system wasn't built to be racist towards white people the system was built to be racist towards anybody who was not white Mm -hmm. and like purely anglo-saxon white yeah. right and you know throughout history you know the levels has shifted a little bit but not even that much yeah right so no black people and even hispanic people we we cannot be racist towards one another what we do yeah. do is that we do we are prejudiced to one another yeah. right yeah. um racism is is embedded in our systems in our yeah. justice systems, in our medical systems, in 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 the way we like allow people to buy homes, or in yeah. the way we allow people to rent home houses and apartments, yeah. in our education system, just like that is racism. Yeah, yeah. And oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. It's not the same. It's it's not the same. I, I was introduced to this new term called intra racism. Apparently, intra. This is what the person. Explain it to me, okay? So let me just break it down. This is what I understood from it. Intra-racism is racism that happens in the Asian, Black, Latin community within each other. So like um, colorism, uh, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. So do do you think that's a thing? Because I was like, kind of like, huh? You know? Um, it's interesting that you're even saying that term. I've never heard that term, but I was just thinking about like, what is it called when we like discriminate against each other? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I normally say like, I normally say it's just your your internalized racism um, being like portrayed or like you're pu- you're 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 putting that on yeah, ex- yeah, people, yeah, right? Yeah. Your your self hate, whatever it is that you hate about yourself. You're projecting it amongst You're projecting everybody. It. Yeah. And I don't know what's the word, I guess yeah. the, the, the verb to describe that. Yeah. Um, maybe intra-racism. Yeah, I would I would just I would yeah, I, I just I, w- I was super confused. I'm like, I'm like, excuse me, huh? What? And he and then you know he explained it. He said, Well, this is it's you know, boom, 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 boom. What do you think about that? I'm like, that's very interesting. I never heard about it before, but I, I guess. I think that when you're when you have internalized racism and you're you're putting it on to other people um and in your group right yeah in your group it's kind of like you're like for example like the whole like mejorar la raza by marrying lighter like yeah yeah that yeah. that mentality it perpetrates white supremacy so that is racist. Like to yeah. me, that's like you're just upholding racism. Even though, like, 
technically you can't be racist, but you're upholding the system, right? So you're becoming like a puppet for them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. By by using and practicing their a their, coon. Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah 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 you're becoming a coon by practicing their uh their ideologies and practicing their their belief system yeah. and opposing that to to other people when you're in your group. You're, no, you're you're right. So and would will we say will we say that's inter racism? Is that is that a that's a yeah okay yes, yes. All right. because you're putting your own people down and yourself. Oh, there we go. We just learned. We just learned a new word, people. Mm -hmm. Interracism. <laughs> I just learned it a couple of days ago. So, you know, and I I want to also like make it clear that I don't think there's anything wrong with lighter skinned and darker skinned people getting together, right? There's nothing wrong with that when there's genuine love. When people genuinely fall in love, um, I think that that's beautiful. But I think that is weird when people are like. Oh yeah, I want to marry a light skinned guy because I want my babies to come out light. Like uh, to me, that's weird, and that is tied to again that intra racism, hating yeah. yourself. Like, why don't you just like the person because they're a person, yeah. not because yeah. you want your children to be a certain color? Exactly. That exactly. is that is like traumatized. I heard family. it. I heard it in some of my family. I heard that in some of my family. I'm not going to lie. I heard it in some of my family. I heard it in some of my um, female friends, you know, uh, and it's so happens to be the darker ones saying that, which is kind of weird because it's, it's funny because they, they will either, they will either say that or say, Oh, if me, you have babies, they will come out cute. And I'm like, huh? What? You know what I mean? That always yeah. threw me for a loop. I'm like, yep. okay, I guess. You know, but so now let me let me let me get into it. You said something in the chat which um set everybody off. You know, they were like, oh, this is the reason why you think the way you think. Um, you and and it, which was kind of dumb why they would even say that. But um, you said that you had a wife and you're married, right? Um, so being in a uh, in a would it be safe to say gay relationship is that i, I like same sex queer. okay same sex okay so same sex um I, listen i really don't know what the terminology is I, mean, I, mean, I guess so. you can say gay i don't i don't okay so, either, yeah. so being in a same sex relationship and and being uh, being a latina did you find it hard to even tell your family or or how how did that exchange happen and and growing up Obviously, I know that you cannot turn, you know, you cannot turn either gay or lesbian. You can't turn. That's something that you're born with. This is something I believe in, you know, yeah. that you're born with. But how, how did that exchange happen? How growing up, how how was that, um, you know, dealing with it or whatever the case is? How, how was that with you? Well, I was raised by my my white passing grandmother. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. No, let me yeah. <laughs> no, I was I was raised by my grandmother. Um my my mom um she she went through a lot um but she's brown, right? And she didn't come here until she was 12. So my grandma left her. Um, yeah, which happens. Yeah, that and happens. then my my dad, he's a I like to say a victim of mass incarceration because okay. he's he's a dark skinned Dominican and yeah. he was a he was a drug dealer. So yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but when I came out, I was already in college, 
but I knew that I always loved women and I identify as pan pansexual. So that's like, I don't. That's like having sex with Teflon. <laughs> no, 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 no. I know what that. <laughs> Can you explain it to the people so, that don't know what that means? Pansexual is you don't like you love anybody. Like it's not according to like their yeah, gender. Gender, yeah, gen like, gender, gender isn't uh gender isn't something that they uh, that that you look at. You know. Yes. Okay. Got yeah. it. So, um, but to my to my grandma, when I came out to her, she just thinks I'm a lesbian because she can't she can't understand pansexuality. Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so when I came out. Wow. She she wasn't happy. She was very upset um, because oh, in in her in her eyes that's wrong. She she's a yeah. she's Catholic, you yeah, know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but my mom and my dad were very accepting. Um, my mom was she came here when she was twelve, and she grew up with all kinds of people here in New York. Well, not I'm not in New York anymore, but in New York, and. Um, my dad, he was just a very like open-minded person. He was like, listen, whatever makes you happy, Paola, I don't care. And that's it. But that was my experience. It, it, um, I think the hardest was with my grandmother because um, she raised me and I didn't want to let her down. And um, when she met um, my wife, we were dating at the time, she, like she was like, she would call her the worst things. Cause my, Wait, my, she was your wife at the time? Well, she wasn't my wife at the time. Oh, she was like, I'm sorry. She, she was oh, my yeah, I was girlfriend. Like, she, yes. yeah, yeah, okay, got it, got it. I'm yes, sorry, yes. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh -huh. She was my girlfriend at the time, and I, she thought, was, I thought you told her. I was like, hey, by the way, we're married now. She's like, what? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. She was my girlfriend, and like, like when I told her, like she would say the worst things ever, to, like about her, and she wouldn't even tell me. She would tell like people in my family, and then my my wife is like really dark. Well, yeah. she's she's darker than me, um. So she would like use like, I guess like racial slurs too, but like in Spanish to like yeah. talk about her. And I'm like, uh -oh. I was like, listen, if I hear one more person, yeah, talking about my partner, yeah because you're talking about her we're not going to talk no more i'm not going to yeah. be part of your life because you're disrespecting me you don't yeah. have the the nerves to come and tell me what you're feeling but you want to tell the whole world interracism <laughs> like, so yeah but i think that i mean now we're married we've been together for nine years um mm. we have a kid so mm. she she holding it strong that's what i'm talking about <laughs> she loves my wife um and she absolutely loves that we, you know we're happy and we're you know we're good we yeah. take care of each other that's which was it what, what matters the most so that's what's up that's yeah. what's up and it it's i i think it's a it's a beautiful thing you know just knowing who you really are mm -hmm. and knowing what you you know what 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 is true about yourself you know living your truth that's what it is right living your truth yeah. i think that's the most important thing because when my cousin came out my aunt his mother she said oh i i dio mio oh no why and i'm like who cares who cares but you know again super religious you know she wasn't catholic she was a uh, rentecotal mm. you know but the same same thing super religious like bugging out or whatever the case is but later on she ended up like accepting it like okay cool you know i'm accepting it and, and it's funny because i was like the way you're going i'm like the way your mom is acting right now is the way 
you, you mentally you had to deal with it. Mm-hmm. Now, now she's just dealing with it, knowing that you are. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's in, and you just like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gay. Who cares? You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's funny because most of the family kind of knew. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. it wasn't really like said. Yeah. You know, and when he actually came out and said it, I was like, all right, cool, whatever. You know, doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter to me. But I was like, could have you done it some other other time? Because we were going on vacation and we go yeah. to pick hotel rooms. I'm like, bro, you could have done it some other time, bro. <laughs> no, but um, it, it, it's a it's it's very it's very interesting how certain people like uh you know, um, get that type of news. You know what I mean? And it's kind of still kind of crazy how people have to come out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's insane to me, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And I just think that that's because how society is like, we we've been raised to like that. That's the norm. Like, Oh, you're a man, you're a woman and you're together. And and you two are together. Like everything, every, anything outside of that. How it should be. No, let me stop. (laughs) Anything outside of that is taboo. And, um, and that's, I think that that's hard for, for parents to understand. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the whole, like, Oh, you know, traditional, Mm -hmm. whatever is supposed to be a a man and a woman, nothing else. Like I'm like, Oh, no, humans are more complicated than that. You know what I mean? But um, it 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 it, 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 it was just a little weird because how the whole uh, not the whole room. It was only a, was it what three of them mm-hmm. were bugging out? Oh, this is the reason why you think the way you think. It's funny because there are some you know same sex couples who think the way they think. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Just just because. Uh, you think the way you think doesn't mean because that's the reason why because you're gay or whatever the case is is stupid. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So I want I want to go into um, I want to go into the, the the words now the words yeah. that got them a little triggered. So yeah. you said mansplaining, right? And for some reason I saw I saw I saw three of them go like oh, 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 they couldn't hold they couldn't they couldn't calm down. So wh- first of all, why you think that word alone is triggering for them and? For those who don't know what mansplaining is, can you explain what what it is? It's when a man tries to explain a woman's thoughts for her. Or... So what she's trying to say is, if no, let me stop. Go ahead, go ahead. No. Exactly, exactly. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that when I use that word, you know, for them, it's like testing their masculinity, like. They're machismo. I feel like you did that on purpose, though. I didn't do it on purpose. Really? It was, it was, I literally got onto that live because I'm like, I'm watching it. I'm in bed, yeah. mind you. I'm in bed. My wife is asleep. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yo, all these guys up in this live just uh-huh. mansplaining, just talking about everything from their man perspective. I'm like, let me get on here. And and put my two cents. That's what yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I think they just don't like that a woman is telling them something about themselves, and that really bugs them. The the reason why I say I think you did that on purpose is because I don't think you knew the reaction you was gonna get is that the fact that you was gonna put them in their place. <laughs> And I'm like, oh wait, she she probably did that tactfully. You know what I mean? Like very like like she she plotted this. You know what I mean? I didn't. Honestly, I didn't. It was all like 
off the whim. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was weird just uh, see, watching them just like bug out, like, oh my God, you said mansplaining. <laughs> well, and, you know, and just started bugging out and stuff like that. But, um, okay, so. So why do why do you think um, you you already said it testing their masculinity right mm -hmm. yes and I think that a a part of the way that they think right this like romanticizing the European history comes from like oh well I look more like this European ruler that made this all happen and he was a man and yes man have power and it's like they don't want to let it go they don't want to let it go to make things an even playing field, right? Here and across the world, because I believe, and I know, and if you look up data, like there's a disparity between women and men when it comes to pay. Whether that, we like it or not, that's true. That's it is true. what it is, right? Even across the world, there's a disparity with uh, women and with girls and boys and education. And it's, two th it's 2020. Wait, wait, really? For real? Yes, you can still go oh, to to, the, to these other third world countries where some girls can't still can't go to school or they pull them out of school because they got to go get married. Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah. like, you need to calm down. Mm -hmm. Bring 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 your, 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 your small dick energy down. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, uh -huh. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just listen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I felt like that he felt that you were attacking that personally. You know what I mean? Um, he felt personally attacked when you said that. And also when you called him white passing. It's because you don't want to recognize the privilege that you have in this yeah. society. Because I've gotten called white passing before, especially if my hair is straight. If you, yeah. if you I, I don't know how, but it happened. Yeah. I don't get offended. That yeah. just says that I'm a lighter skinned person that, that privileges from light skin privilege. Now, now, now let me let me ask you something because this is something I said and a lot of Latin people jumped down my throat, but I still stand by it. God damn it! <laughs> um, um, I said that even a darker skin Latina walks into a room, they see that she's black, right? Once she starts speaking or says that she is not black, she is actually exotic black. I'm going to just say exotic black, right? She's Latina. That is a certain privilege because people in the room would change their opinions and change their attitude based on just that. Oh, no, she's not black. She's something else. You know what I mean? Do you believe that that is the case? Yes, I do think that's the case. Um, I feel like a lot of men find it, I guess, exotic that there's like, I guess, a darker skinned woman who speaks Spanish, but might have features that are not, I guess, as, I don't, and I don't even want to say African because Africans have all types of features, but I guess like with thicker nose or thicker lips, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that that's a fetish that people have. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? And yeah, I think yeah. it's really real. And yeah. it does happen, and it does give me as a Latina, a darker skinned Latina, or a lighter skin, light, yeah. light skin, whatever you want to consider me, right? It does give me some some type I'm of privileged. privilege. Yeah. I, I, um, um, you know, when compare me to my African American counterparts, right? Yeah, 
Yeah, that's actually yeah, that's absolutely true. So mm-hmm. and when I when I said that, they're like, "How do Latin people got privileged?" I'm like, "Well, you gotta you gotta see it. It's 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 in a spectrum of things. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, like black of uh, like black people, black Americans, they have let let's say zero privilege. Let's just say zero privilege. But when you're a black American man, one percent maybe." And if you're an African immigrant, okay, you got 3% of, you know what I mean? It's in the spectrum. And then Latin people are just above that bracket, you know, um, and this, the privilege goes on. And this is all based on white supremacy. And a lot of people were like, no, this is a BS. This is not true. You know what I mean? So that's why I use the word intersectionality, because intersectionality is when you have two or more identities in your life that affect the kind of discrimination and um, disadvantages that you're going to have in your life, right? And not everybody, like not all Latinos are the same, right? You have white, white ass Latinos, um, light passing Latinos, light skinned Latinos and dark, dark Latinos. You have Asian Latinos, right? And not all those Latinos are going to have the same experience. And also we don't all live in the same place. So like if you live in New York, your experience is going to be very different if you live in California or in Texas, right? So that's what intersectionality is. And I know that like he got mad when I said that, but words, language is something that is ever evolving. And we, 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 everybody has created words, right? So that we can express ourselves and talk about certain things that are happening, right? So intersectionality was a word that was coined by a Black American here in America. So so that we can talk about injustices. So how is that Anglo-Saxon? Or white supremacist, like? Yeah, well, I, I I do see his point just a small part where certain things that we make up white supremacy could use as a tool you know what i'm saying to to basically you you like go against us like i do see his point but i don't see how intersectionality is that you know what i'm saying is that type of tool even though like i had strong opinions about intersectionality in the past which I was educated on and I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm retracting my statements, you know, because I really truly didn't understand intersectionality the way it's supposed to be, you know, uh, portrayed now. Now I want to go into the whole Latinx thing, right? I did an episode saying that uh, I don't like the fact that Latin people in the media and in some um, mouths of politicians are referring to the whole Latin community in America as Latinx. Because we're not Latinx by definition, Latinx is people who don't identify with gender, and also some feminist, um, um, fe- feminist uh, um, Latin, Latin people who don't want to use the gender-based Latino Latina. Those are the only two groups of people that would like to use that and should be identified as that, not the whole group. Um, I said that there was some, actually I had one person really go crazy on me going like, this is, that's not, you should, you know, so can we, let's, let's speak about that. Do you think that my definition and my breakdown just now, the little small part, do you think that makes any sense? Do you agree, disagree? What? I mean, I think that everybody's allowed to pick what they want to identify with. Um, 
like I don't know I I use Latinx Latino Latina interchangeably sometimes um I don't know I don't I don't know like I'm not mad that politicians are using it I guess to describe all of us but I do get where you're coming from um I guess it's like putting a label on you without you really deciding that that's your label. Yeah. Um, and for me, like, I think, like, I don't think that nobody should be able to decide your label. I think you should be able to decide your own. Yeah. Um, but I think that they see it as, and I'm just put seeing, making my own conclusions. They're probably seeing it as they want to be like all inclusive, not knowing that some Latinos don't identify with that term. Um, that's 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 all I could think of, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm pretty sure you know why I use it, right? No, of course. Well, it, so, it would it would make sense why yeah. you would use it, and yeah. it should I should identify you, and your people should identify mm-hmm. you as, you know, Paola the Latinx. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, but I wouldn't get mad if somebody said Latina. You know? Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, and I know in Latin America they use Latine with an e at the end. Which is something new somebody just put me on to. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, what? Yeah. Um can you break down what that what that means and um and I, who came up with it or if you know I don't know who came up with it, but all I know is that they are saying that the X doesn't really translate well in Latin America because people mostly speak Spanish over there. So that's why they feel like the A the E at the end is more appropriate for the language. Yeah, that is true because it'll yeah. sound like a superhero over there, like yeah. la, uh, la, Latin X. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, it sounds like, well, you guys are part of the X Men. What's going uh-huh. on? <laughs> you know, that's funny. Yeah. So I, I don't like. I think that labels are good and serve a purpose for right now, especially because of everything that's going on in the world. But I think that as, as um. As the world becomes more united, and hopefully, you know, I, I like to be, you know, optimistic, but as people become more united and there's less discrimination, we can start to drop the labels and just be humans one day, right? That's but until true. then, yeah. until then, we need to hold on to our labels so that we can describe what it is that's going on in this world. Because without them, we can't really talk about the injustices and make the differences that we need. Yeah. Yeah. Now, um, Okay, let me let me ask you. I'll probably know the answer, but I'm gonna ask you anyway. Mm-hmm. And the the reason why I'm asking you is because I want to lead this up to something else. Okay. Um, do you believe in black and Latin unity? Yes. Okay. I do. Do you think that it's strong now or it's weak now? I don't know. I don't really know, to be honest with you. I can't really tell gauge you. it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't how how do you how do you feel uh about how, what is your thought on to make it stronger or whatever the case is what do you think it should happen first and foremost um I think that our our Latinos they need to come to terms with our history um they need to go to therapy a lot of them need to go to therapy no, like no, no we don't <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. No, they have to because I feel like that's why you see a lot of people like saying, "Oh, 
what happened to you, uh, whatever racist stuff happened to you, it doesn't matter. We're all Latinos. We're all Latinos. No, that's that's wrong though. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's from their own trauma, right? Yeah. They don't want to acknowledge their own trauma and see how they're passing it on to their own children, mm. right? Um, so I think that we need to recognize our history, go to go to counseling, get help. <laughs> um, and also the black community here as well. Like th- there are some African Americans here that that they have a lot of self-hate too. I'm not going to say that is more than in the Latin community. And I can't even compare. I don't really know. But I know that there's African-Americans that have self-hate, right? And that they hate towards their own community, too. And that they impose their internalized racism onto their own people. What, what we called it? Interracism. Interracism yeah. in, yeah. their own, in their own community. Yeah. So I think, you know, they have to do that as well. And I think that the more and more people do that... Um, there can be more unity because I think that what unites us is the struggles that we went through and because we all have similar struggles, right, in our history. And yeah, maybe in Latin America, it ended quicker, but it still happened and it doesn't make it any better, right? Um, Yeah. So I think healing, a lot of healing has to come before there can be like this true unity, right? So... There, there was a, there was a, um, there was a certain debate that I uh, broke down recently on my YouTube. Um, it was a uh, Tariq Nasheed, uh, with uh, this Puerto Rican lady or whatever the case is, and I, I broke it down. And um, people like Tariq Nasheed and certain uh, black folks say that we don't need uh, to unite with Latin people. We are, um, we have no friends. You know, we need to be on our own. Um, Latin people never benefited or gave us anything historically whatsoever, which is a lie, but whatever. Um, and you know, we we should do you know do our own thing or whatever the case is. What what do you, what do you got to say about those type of like statements that certain people actually believe? I mean, I think that's the same mentality that like the Latinos have here, where they're like, oh, like some Latinos are gonna have, and they're like, no, we don't need unity. We we're different than them. We're different like yeah at the end of the day divided we if we stand divided we're gonna fall yeah yeah because like i said before those people at the top don't care don't care they're standing together and they're laughing at us crumble yeah 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 i, I totally agree and to me is like this whole like oh let's be separated like that's a primitive way of thinking that's a very old way of thinking like when are we gonna move past this like oh i'm different from you because my my family came no, from over that's there. true like, that's true what? that's true we all can't we all live on this earth it's, it's one earth that's true that's true that's 100 true yeah you're right um what what are your thoughts on um on certain Latin people classifying as white? I think that it is very important that we allow people to identify as like a white Latino or a black Latino, because especially when you're like applying to a job or applying to college, because those, those labels allow people to look at how we are like, 
hiring or admitting people into schools. So I think, especially for our, for Latinos, um, it's funny because I did this, uh, it was like a, a discussion with a, a company in Florida online too. And they were, they were, they were saying that this is a company full of Latinos and we don't, we have hardly any Afro Latinos. So simply putting that you're a black Latino can inform a company how you're probably being racist as a company because you only have lighter skinned Latinos, right? But if you don't have that data, then how are we going to talk about it? How are we going to, you know, mm. fight for it? What about, what about the darker skinned Latino, Latinos identifying as white? I don't know. You need help. <laughs> <laughs> well, so <laughs> well said. Uh, what are your thoughts on uh, what are your thoughts on Latin people uh, actually being their own race? It can't be, and that goes back. That goes back to if we act like we're one race, we forget about the marginalized people, like. Like, for example, in in Honduras, like we were talking about before, the the uh, Garifuna people, right? And the indigenous people of of Mexico and the black population of Mexico who just was recognized like five years ago. Like but those wouldn't people, be wouldn't those people be in that same label too? They they're Mexican, but they're black Mexicans. And because they weren't mm. recognized in the census, they went they just were able to now get funding for healthcare and education, like yeah. a whole group of people in a country. Yeah. So well, I, I think it is, I, I think we can't say, like we could say we're Latinos, but that's our culture. That's not our race. Hmm. That's the not reason, race. The reason why I feel like we should be our own race. And I'm talking about just here in America, not, you know, not in Mexico or whatever. That's, you know what I mean? That's mm -hmm. something else. I'm talking about here in America. The reason why I feel like we should be or come to a discussion to make our own race or have, you know, the, the name of our own race or whatever is because each identifier comes with a sense of colonization. Mm -hmm. Latino, Latina, same, same thing that, that was given to us by the colonizers. Hispanic, the same yep. thing. Hispano, the same thing. Mm -hmm. Spanish, the same thing. Latin X is still clo uh, closely associated with Latin. Yep. Latin A is still. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we need to have our own identifier outside of the influence of white supremacy. That's That's one reason. The second reason is because politically we've been forgotten politically we've been in this weird gray area where we're not classified as a race so literally we could leave that race box blank and people would just say okay he's white 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 so i feel like politically we are a, a super you know forgotten invisible class here in here in america um, because when politicians want to talk about our needs, they say immigration rights. Last time I checked, immigration isn't a Latin-specific issue, you know? So that's the reason why I say we do need our own race. In America, 
own race identifier and we should come up with our own race um that that's how, that's how i think do you do you still disagree with that yeah because i feel like the whole like concept- no but you're wrong no, let me <laughs> no say, i don't i don't think you're, i don't think you're wrong and i like i get your whole idea like i get your whole idea it's like giving us more of a voice right and being more recognized yes. Yes, and yes, yes. like, because our issues are different than African-Americans. Yes. Or yes. It's in certain parts. In, in certain parts. Yeah. Yeah, 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 in, yeah. In certain parts. Right. But I just feel like the whole, like the, all the, the concept of like giving ourselves like a, a title or a box, like that whole mindset is a colonizer mindset. So in my eyes, I kind of feel like, I kind of feel like if we add in another one, like another box, it's just another way to separate us, us right? I think that like, for me, like I identify as a black Latina. I'm always gonna be a Latina. The fact yeah. that I label myself as a Latina, as my ethnicity, right? Yeah. Um, still unites me to my, my Latinos, but it all, the fact that I, I say I'm a black Latina also tells you about my experience and my struggle here in America. Yeah. Um, maybe it's not this, it's not, it wouldn't be the same if I was in DR, right? Because yeah. it's a different system of identification. Um, but I don't, I don't think that it's a good idea to make another one. I think that Latinos should start identifying with a certain race that we already have. So they, they have like white or um, uh, like uh, American Indian or like black, you know, I think yeah, we should start identifying with those. And some Latinos think that that's separating, but I don't think it's separating. It just allows us to tell our stories and our struggles and our triumphs, yeah, right? From right. our point of view. Um, I don't think that picking a label separates us because at the end of the day, we all have the Latinidad that that make that unites us too right Mm. it's not the same like it's similar to african-americans right but it's not the same right yeah yeah it's similar but not the same yeah with some some differences in there yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. like that's that's how i see it Um, yeah um um so what what I heard what I heard from your explanation was that I'm right no 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 um no no um so so let me just let me just ask, oh, what do you think unites Latin people? Because in that stream, they were talking about the fact that you're Spaniard. Oh, you got Spanish blood. That unites everybody, which makes no sense because you have some some Latin people who don't have no Spanish blood in them, um, who have African and Native blood, and they're still Latin. There's people who don't have African blood, but they got native and Spanish blood. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that means that they're uh, inclusion because they have more Spanish blood. That makes them better than the other. You know what I mean? And to me, that makes no sense. And the reason why I say that is because recently, because I'm on this whole black and Latin unity thing, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of my trolls like to send me little like um, articles of black people attacking Latin people as a way to say, see, this is this is the reason why we shouldn't unite all this other bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I can't find the same articles of Latin people attacking Black people. You know what I mean? Which makes no type of sense, right? 
But the funny thing is, this recent one where this uh, um, Spaniard in Col- um, that is Colombian um, got attacked in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, you see this and this and this. And my response is, well, she's not Latina. She's a Spaniard. When you go into some of the articles, I think one or two say that um, the 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 woman, they say her name, came from Spain moved to Colombia um and 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 uh and stayed into Colombia and then she moved to Miami you know what i mean so technically she's not latina mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so so this is what i was saying well she's a spaniard not latina that's white people's problem i got we got nothing to do with it and people went crazy oh my god he's a communist he this this dude is this this guy is that and the thing is i'm like Okay, so, and their whole thing is because, uh, one, they were trying to change the narrative, saying, oh, because she's white, she's not Latina. I said, I never said that. The fact that she's a Spaniard not doesn't make her Latina. And they went into that. That does make her Latina. So I'm like, okay, so the black guy that beat her makes him a Latino too because he's black, right? And that whole they they couldn't comprehend that 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 was like do not compute you know so that's why I'm then I kept on saying the question, what makes a Latin person a Latin person? The fact that we mixed, or the fact that we got Spanish blood in us? You know what I mean? And that to them they were going crazy. But anyway, now I'm gonna ask. There was a long explanation, but I'm gonna ask you now. Oh, what in your opinion, what makes Latin people Latin people? <sighs> Honestly, I feel like our history, our history, and I feel like our mixture, like the fact that we are mixed. Um, yeah. And yeah, I know some of us like have like wit, like probably like one percent African and like two percent or one percent indigenous, and yeah. there's some that don't even have at all, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But at the end of the day, I think that um, even those people that might not like probably they came to Latin America and they lived in Latin America, right? And they were in the culture, right? And let's say they married another person that was that also migrated from Spain, right? But they lived there and they assimilated to the culture. Um. I feel like that would make them right Latin, um, but they're still Spanish as well. And and I feel like that goes back to like a person deciding their own identity. Yeah. Um, but I think that if it's so easy for people to be like, oh yeah, they can be Latin, then and they're light and white, then it should be just as easy if it's like a black person too, <laughs> like. It shouldn't be like you shouldn't be gatekeeping Latini that only for light people and not like <laughs> yeah. dark people. Yeah. Um, and that goes back to like your internalized racism. Yeah, um, yeah, intra-racism. Intra-racism, yeah. you know. Um, I don't know because like you, you could start thinking about it here. Like, um, I was born. My my mom and my dad both are from the Dominican Republic. They were born and raised there. And my grandma was obviously born and raised there too, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm considered, I'm still considered a Latina, but now is my son considered a Latino? I guess, I guess so. 
will be I'll say half is like I don't I don't I say I'll say half I don't know like I mean I don't want to say it's like tied to Spanish but my my kid does speak Spanish yeah 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 yeah. but that's our language that we we didn't have no say in it you know what I mean we just so we just so happened to to speak it because it was forced right so yeah I would say that that's something that kind of like unites us too, because we all understand that one language, you know? Yeah. But then again, there is like some Latinos, like, like me, like born like me that don't speak Spanish, right? They're they're first generation Americans that they don't speak Spanish, but when they go home, they eat pernir and freaking congri (laughs) or moro, right? And like yeah. maduros and stuff like that yeah. and spanish i'm i just said that was like somewhat of a of a of a language unifier but yeah. i don't i don't think speaking spanish um excludes you um or includes you into the whole you know what i mean because spaniards speak spanish uh mm-hmm. i don't want them in this conversation you know mm-hmm. but i think it's honestly i would say it's more of our like history, right? And, yeah. and and our ancestors. I think that that is what that unites us. I think I think so too. It honestly in the culture, if, yeah. If if they weren't mentally strong enough to be uh, to be going under what is it that I call it? Um, uh, Stockholm syndrome. Stockholm syndrome, because that's why women were marrying these men yeah yeah. they were like well he's my master he's my savior and again we like you said not all of them did this right but a good majority of them did yeah because they wanted to survive yeah yeah no you're right they wanted to survive they wanted to live you're right so yeah you're right and i think that that is the strength and that is that is the history that we should um first of all start to learn acknowledge and I'm not saying we need to forget about our Spanish history because we literally been taught that all our lives. Like we have a whole day here in, in America to celebrate our, our conquer. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I know they don't celebrate that in the Dominican Republic or yeah. probably in other parts of Latin America, but they still, you know, cherish their white history a lot. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's absolutely that's absolutely true. Uh I do agree with you on that in yeah. that aspect of it. Um we're going to start wrapping it up now. Um just a, a few a few more uh more questions. Um when did you uh when did you decide to start a YouTube channel and why? Um I started my channel like maybe like 3 years ago and I decided that I wanted to do I wanted to name it Afro Latin latinx because i just felt like there wasn't enough like afro latinx people or latinas um just sharing their voice right and their experience that's true on what it is to be an afro latina a black latina right that's that's true it's Um, a very small small group that actually is, is part of the larger group but small group that with voices you're right yeah, so that's one of the main reasons why I decided to do it. Mm, and, and what and, and what kind of what's the content that you uh, basically speak on 
on uh on that um on your youtube channel um i like to focus it around like just like like i said my afro experience in the latina in the latino community right like little things that you're like oh this is pretty racist right um i also just like to talk about like different like afro latinos experiences as well so not just mines but like cubans and you know people that are afro yeah 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 okay that's what's up that's what's up um also, I'm gonna I'm gonna link her uh, her YouTube channel down in the link link down below in the description. Um, so w- before before we get out of here, uh, can you l- give the people uh, some words of wisdom, some affirmations, some ashes, <laughs> anything anything you want to give that that's uh, that's coming from the heart, coming from you, something positive that they will leave out of this uh, conversation. Uh, well, I to, to all my Latinos, um, I think we need to stop fighting with one another. Um, I think we need to listen more, listen more, try to understand, try to empathize more, um, because that's the only way that we are really going to create unity, right, and change in America and across the world you know without without unity we can't we can't change anything so yes more more listening and more empathizing um and we need to be more careful with the words that we're using right um and how we're talking to each other how we're talking to our children as well they're our future and when we are you know using language that is detrimental to the mental health of our children then you know this then you have these adults that grow up and and have this uh self-hate um intra-racism towards their own people so yeah listen more be more empathetic and be very cautious with the words that you are using and decide to speak to the world so all right so that was the episode with me and paola aka afro latin x remember all her details are down below all her details are down below her instagram and youtube channel all of that is down below i hope you guys enjoyed the information that she gave i hope you guys enjoyed the the interview i hope you guys enjoyed the whole episode remember recommend it to your friends family cousins side girls side dudes wives husbands boyfriends girlfriends uh all that you know what i'm saying make sure you recommend this podcast to them if you want to donate and support your boy cash app dollar sign radical latino or go to my website radicallatino.com there's a donate tab go there you can't do it monetarily go to youtube i monetize and it's totally fine just watch this on youtube a few times multiple times so leave it running on your computer on the loop go right ahead (laughs) you know i'm monetizing i get it i get a cut from that or just rate me five stars you know what i'm saying that always helps with that being said remember um hit me up on instagram and twitter at the same name radical underscore latino underscore and as i always leave out i rather die on my feet than live on my knees Catch y'all in, right?